To fulfill the requirements of our barbell prescription, an exercise must satisfy two sets of criteria. First, for the reasons I've elaborated at length in previous videos and in our book, the exercise should be a powerful driver of strength development and muscle growth. As Ripito and others have pointed out, this means the exercise should involve the largest amount of muscle mass to move the most weight over the longest normal and effective range of motion. When we apply these three simple criteria, a lot of exercises you see people doing at the circus just drop right out of consideration. Thank God. Our second set of criteria are those that apply to the prescription of any medicine. The exercise has to be safe. It has to be dosable. It must be as comprehensive in its effects as possible. It must be effective, meaning it must attack the sick aging phenotype and it must be simple and efficient. The cornerstone of our prescription, the exercise we call the squat, meets these criteria. And so, if you're over 40, or 50, or 60, or 90, you should squat. This means you. Hi, I'm Jonathan Sullivan, and welcome back to Graysteel. Let's begin our discussion of the squat with a simple question. What is it exactly? The squat is simply an exercise in which the hips are lowered and then raised. This covers a lot of ground. Bodyweight squats just raise and lower, you know, the body's weight. Goblet squats involve a weight held in the hands and the hips are then raised and lowered. Barbell squats are our focus because they have the widest therapeutic window or dosing range. Front squats carry the bar on the shoulders, while back squats carry the bar on the back, either high or low. In the starting strength system and at Graysteel, we prefer the low bar squat because we think it recruits more muscle and allows more weight to be lifted. It also seems to be a bit easier on the knees. We're not rigid about low bar squats. Some people can't perform them and have to do high bar squats, although in my experience this is relatively uncommon. Some have to do front squats, and that's really uncommon. Our philosophy is that it's better to squat than not squat, and almost everybody can do some variation of this exercise. We'll talk more about that in future episodes. The squat describes a very large range of motion and captures a vast amount of muscle tissue. When performed properly, the squat uses not just quads, but also the calves, the hamstrings, glutes, spinal erectors, adductors, and the so-called core muscles. The training stimulus is huge, and the participation of such a huge amount of muscle allows a lot of weight to be moved. This is why the squat is often called the king of exercises. So it clearly fulfills the first set of criteria. The squat is also perfect for our prescription criteria. The squat is safe. It's just a normal human movement pattern loaded with a barbell. People have been squatting since before they were human. For most of human history, the bottom of the squat is where we spent much of our time talking, working, voiding, making love, and having babies. And once you're done with that stuff, you have to get up again. That's the squat. We don't spend as much time on our haunches as we used to, but we still have to get up off the toilet or out from under the kitchen sink. 
Some people will tell you that the squat is bad for your knees or your back. Those people don't know what they're talking about. There is no evidence anywhere that properly performed back squats at correct loads will injure the healthy knee or the back, and quite a bit of evidence to the contrary. In fact, the data strongly indicates that by strengthening the muscles, tendons, and ligaments around the joints and spine, squats are actually good for your knees, hips, and back. The squat is dosable with a wide therapeutic window. At Graysteel, we often begin deconditioned athletes at loads that are less than their body weight by doing assisted chair stands or other variants and working our way from there to quite impressive loads on the bar. We can add any increment of weight we choose, fine-tuning the program to the athlete. The squat is comprehensive. It develops strength, power, balance, a baseline level of stamina, and improved body composition by promoting increased muscle mass and bone density. The training effect of the squat is intense, as you will see when you start doing them. The squat attacks the sick aging phenotype. First of all, it's exercise, and any vigorous exercise attacks the sick aging phenotype to some degree. But by promoting the accumulation of muscle, the squat increases total body insulin sensitivity and fights the metabolic syndrome, which is at the heart of the sick aging phenotype. By improving balance, mobility, stamina, strength, and bone density, it fights frailty, sarcopenia, and osteopenia. Finally, the squat is simple and effective. I don't know anybody with a perfect squat. I certainly don't have one. But the perfect is the enemy of the good, and strengthening and improving the squat is a lifelong pursuit that pays huge dividends. The fundamentals of squatting can be learned in about 15 minutes from a good coach, and some people are able to teach themselves to do a passable squat, although coaching is always ideal. I'm not going to try to teach you to squat in these videos. Other people have covered that ground far better than I ever could. But in essence, the process of doing a great squat is to bend over, get your knees out over your toes, and stick your butt back. That all happens in the first third of the descent. Keeping tight and controlled, you then lower your hips to just below parallel, and then drive your hips up, keeping your back angle constant and your knees anchored until you get back to the top third of the ascent, and then you stand up. Then you do it again. The whole time, the barbell moves in a vertical path over the middle of the foot, what we call the master cue. Now, this is a very simple thing to do, but it's not easy, and it's not supposed to be, as you will discover. In future videos, we'll have lots more to say about how the squat can be productively trained by almost anybody, even people with significant mobility limitations or profound deconditioning and weakness as well as tips and tricks that I've found useful with my own master's population. For now, I hope you'll read more about the squat in the Barbell Prescription and Mark Ripito's book, Starting Strength, and I really hope that you'll embark on a strength training program that includes the king of exercises. The best approach? Find a coach, either near you or online, and begin a new lifetime adventure that will make you stronger, healthier, more mobile, more fit, and harder to break. Thanks for watching, and thanks to our sponsors, Iron Joe, the delicious pre-workout coffee beverage, 
online great books, classics of Western civilization delivered to your door, and starting strength online coaching. Remember, our content is for educational and infotainment purposes only and does not constitute advice for any particular person, patient, disease, or condition. If you have questions about your health, you should work closely with your physician.